Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I certainly greet you in his name, and I thank him for being the risen Savior. He is our Lord of Lords, our King of Kings. He's the mighty God. Thank you, Lord. I'm sure that protocol has been established, but I just want you to know today that I see my senior pastor, Elder Dr. Shelley Boone, the second, I esteem these ministers and elders of the gospel, highly, I think, of the deacons and all of the auxiliaries and all of you, hallelujah, I esteem you highly for the Lord's sake. Amen. Glory to God. Thank God for what he has already done in this place of worship. I thank God that he has dispatched, oh, Lord, the heavenly host, Thank God for the angels. Highest Lord. The Holy Ghost being in this place. The church is full of heavenly bodies, y'all. Glory to God. You all are giving my hands proper praise. Oh, glory to God. Thank the Lord. Yes, Lord. You all look so beautiful. All this red. I just see. The blood of Jesus covering us, y'all. My God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. We're going to get to the Word of God, and I'm going to ask that you come with me to uh, the Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon, and we're going to chapter 2. And I would like to put in your hearing. Verse 16, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 16, we give honor to those that are on teleconference, those who are Facebook Live or on any platform or social media, we ask that God take his word and mount them up on the wings of angels and just send it out, send it out. Glory to God. When you have the word of God, when you will stand, and if you don't have it, stand also as we give reverence to God's most holy word. Song of Solomon. Notice that we're in the second chapter, verse 16. Y'all know 2.16 is very special to me. Ah, yes, Lord. You'll get with me later. 
Heavenly Father, we come with thanksgiving in our hearts, O oh God. We come thanking you for the opportunity to be in sweet communion with you. We thank you for dispatching the angels, the Holy Ghost, your entire heavenly host, oh, even yourself, God, to be in this place of worship with us. We thank your God for what we have already witnessed, God. We call every bit of it blessed. Oh, Lord. Now, God, I ask, oh, God, that you speak a word through me, Lord. I yield to the power of the living God. I ask, oh, God, that you decrease me and that you increase in me. Now, let the words in my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name. And all the believers just say amen. Amen. How befitting it is that the Lord will give me this message, and it will be or carry the title of My Beloved is Mine and I Am His. The Song of Solomon is also called the Song of Songs, meaning the greatest of songs. Now we can identify with that because oftentimes, and I probably said it just a few minutes ago, that the Lord God God is the King of Kings. The king of kings, that means he's the greatest of kings. He is Lord of lords, the greatest of lords. And here we have us in the book written by King Solomon, Song of Songs, the greatest of songs. Now, the book of the Song of Solomon holds a very special place in the word of God. Most of the Bible, you see, it deals with history and with doctrine. But the song, of, the song of Solomon is a collection of love songs. These songs detail the life of King Solomon. And he's writing this particular song to one of his many wives. Some people say that this book may be too hot in heaven to be in the Bible. After all, it is filled with explicit descriptions of romantic love between a husband and a wife. Yes, it is explicit, people of God, but it's a tasteful love song designed to point those who are single to have just a bit 
sense of patience. It is depicted to show those who are married, hallelujah, to exercise some of these principles to each other, that is to your spouse. But most of all, it says to all of us, and it points all of us to Christ Jesus. This book is very special. In these pages of the Bible, we will see a clear picture of the Lord, of the love relationship between the Lord Jesus Christ and those who are saved by his grace. Oh, yes, Lord. Throughout this book, we are given a glimpse, just a bird's eye view inside the heart of the bride. We are given the opportunity to see just how much she loves her husband. In these verses, we find that she has a heart for him. So when we look a little bit closer, if you could come, just a little bit closer with me, we should get a glimpse or a clear picture of how wonderful our heavenly bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ, is. And if we want to take a fresh and a new look this afternoon, we will see just how much Christ loves us and how we should love him and how we should have a heart for him. Glory to God. We should have a heart that's first after Christ. A heart, my Lord, hallelujah, that is entwined with the heart of Christ. These few very deep words you see, they express the bond of love between Christ and his elect. My God, some are saints, some are sinners, some are backsliders. Hallelujah. But we must understand today by this scripture that there is a twofold strength here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And uh, that twofold strength is this. The statement is made that my beloved is mine, and not just alone, but it also says, and I am healed. The question becomes, do you consider Jesus Christ to be your beloved? Do you consider yourself to be healed? Oh, Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, just walk with me for a moment this morning, this afternoon, that is, and see that Jesus is ours. It is in the very same sense that we speak of our Father of our children, of our life, or even of our own soul. Hallelujah. How has Jesus Christ become yours? It wasn't because you deserve that he be yours or that you earned it. Hallelujah. It was that you made a conscious decision, my Lord, to accept him as being your Lord. Glory to God. And when we think of it a little bit further, my God, we will see simply because Jesus gave himself for us. Oh, hallelujah. We should love 
the Lord. For the word of God says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So that we may have the right to the tree of life. My God. Hallelujah. My Lord. Hallelujah. We must understand that Jesus Christ loves us. And he loves us to the point that he would never renege on this love. He would never grow back from it. He would never release himself from loving you as from loving me. Hallelujah. He is not one to say, Oh, judge, I need to love my vows. My God, never, never, never. He would never cast us away. The pledge of Jesus Christ's love toward us is everlasting. The word of God says that he loves us with an everlasting love. Oh, hallelujah. That means he's given himself to be ours, completely ours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a full bond, y'all. A full contract. But guess what? We didn't have anything to do with it. Hallelujah. This was made and accomplished by Jesus himself alone. My God. Hallelujah. We must realize that we have been bought with a price. We have been purchased, y'all. We have been redeemed. Oh, God. We have been praying. Bow, y'all. Hallelujah. But better than all of this, he has made us to be healed by his free, willing, and glad person. And we must do the same. He gives us free will, free reign. And we must decide, y'all, hallelujah, that we're going to love him in return. The word of God says that we love the Lord because he first loved us. Oh, hallelujah. And when we love Christ Jesus, y'all, and I mean when we really love him, we can call him my beloved. Oh, can you call him my beloved today? Oh, hallelujah. Jesus Christ, my beloved. Can you fall in love with him all over again? Oh, hallelujah. If your love has grown, just a little bit lukewarm or colder, I would admonish you today to fall in love with him again. The songwriter says, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing that I ever did or that I ever done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We must gaze upon this love, y'all. We must fix our eyes on him, my Lord. And we must live by this love, this love that he has for us. And when we consider my beloved, that is Christ, we see clearly that he is indeed, oh my God, the object of this saying. He is altogether lovely, y'all, when we consider his person. We behold him in the beauty of holiness, my God. When we consider the fact that he is more than suitable for us, hallelujah, because he represents the image 
of the invisible God. We need our beloved. Hallelujah. We were made to need our beloved. We were made in God's image, y'all. We were made not only in his image, but the word of God says that we were made in his likeness. But somewhere along the line, we lost it in the Garden of Eden. But now, my God, because God is faithful and he is true, my Lord, he has in Christ the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. He is suitable for us to stare at y'all, my God, and not be ignorant of the fact, hallelujah, that we have something very special to Christ Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. God made unto us righteousness, which was imputed to us. Oh, my God, by Jesus Christ. I thank God for that because I understand clearly that there's no way that I can be righteous on my own strength. And I'm not talking about just me. If the truth be told, there's no way that you can be made righteous on your own strength. But through the blood of Christ, my God, hallelujah, we can receive that righteousness, that imputed righteousness. And we can say emphatically that this righteousness has been given to us through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus Christ is ours. He's mine. I like the fact that he is mine. And I hope you're saying he's yours. My God. Hallelujah. And when we say that, y'all, we're showing that we have a direct faith in the Lord our God. We not only have a direct faith in him, but we as her are we conformed to Christ Jesus. We have a strong affection, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there are times when this strong affection is brought into more of a reality to us. My God, there are times of special approach when we need some special fellowship with Christ Jesus. And that's when our souls began to draw close, my God, to the Lord thy God. It's one thing to praise him with the fruit of our lips. It's another thing to lift holy hands and say, Lord, I worship you. I worship you in spirit and in truth. But people of God, there's a deeper sense. When our souls begin to long for the Lord, my God, hallelujah, and the Lord tells us clearly that if we draw nigh unto him, that he will draw nigh unto us. Hallelujah. There may be a time when we have perhaps realized that we have backslid. Oh, hallelujah. And we want to get back in the right with God Almighty. And we began, my Lord, to, to, to take on, hallelujah, uh, 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 this mind.
thrilled. Oh, we must not always be so thrilled by the fact that he has all power, which he does. We don't have to always be so thrilled by the fact that he has all possessions. We don't have to always consider that he holds the, the best position. Hallelujah. But we must simply meditate on this. We are thrilled just to be in his presence. My God. Yes, all of that other stuff is important. But when we get to the point that we just want to be in the presence of Jesus, hallelujah, that means that we are more interested in being with him than in getting something from him. My God. And when we begin to grow in the Lord to that point, when we get to fill our, get to the point where we're filling our front job, we have come to the place where he holds first position in our lives. Yes, people say, I, yeah, I serve him. So I need him to heal my body. I serve him, my God, because I need him to help me get this job, my Lord. Hallelujah. But the Lord wants us to, to love him and serve him because we simply desire to be in his presence. My God, in his presence, y'all. You see, he found peace that surpasses all understanding. In his presence, people of God, we find a calmness in our spirit that although we may be in the middle of the storm, my God, Hallelujah. Yet we have peace. Oh, hallelujah. We may find that we have rest when we get in his presence. All oh, we lay awake at night, hoping and turning. So let's get in the presence of the Lord and he will give you rest. Oh, hallelujah. Just get to the place in me where nothing is more important to you than him. My God. Hallelujah. And when you do that, the word of God says all of that other stuff will take care of itself. Itself. Oh, he's a good God. Just like that, y'all. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus, we come to you today, God. We come wanting nothing in particular today, God. Other than to just be in your presence. Oh, when you do that, my God, I can assure you, my God, that your business will pick up. I will assure you, my Lord, hallelujah, that your body will get stronger. I will assure you, people of God, hallelujah, that your days will be brighter and lighter. Oh, hallelujah. What a wonderful, oh my God, message of the church. Hallelujah. So the question must become today, what price are we willing to pay to be near our God? Are we willing to give up something or anything that is necessary? Are we willing to suffer the humiliation of the cross? Are we willing, people of God, to bear his name? Can we say emphatically that I'm 
Hallelujah. See, receive the word from the other ladies, the women of Jerusalem. And I want you to know why she thinks this husband of hers is so special. Hallelujah. And she began to detect it in a language that, that describes him from his head to his toe. My God. And she tells him just how lovely he is. She tells him that tells them that he is the third among 10,000. Oh God. Hallelujah. And then she goes off for a minute into a description of his glory and his wonder. I say to you today that he is an awesome wonder. My God, hallelujah. All the words that you use, you think, it describes beauty, it describes grace, strength, and tenderness. My God. She speaks so highly about us as we should speak so highly of Christ Jesus that she began to stir up something in the women of Jerusalem. She began to stir up something and let began to say, I wish I could find that. Oh, hallelujah. But I hear it tell you, people of God. No matter how. Uh, whether you look to the farthest part of the earth, from the north, the south, the east, the west, hallelujah, you can find this in Christ Jesus. There should be an awakening of the desires and the daughters of Jerusalem, and there was. So it is with this lost and dying world that there should be an awakening. Within our spirit, that when we encounter people, that our hearts are in such a flame, it's burning with the love of Christ, that it creates a hunger within them. Oh, my God. He tells us to go into the highways, to go into the hedges, and compel the law to come to here. We must go with a desire, with a hunger, with a thirst that is so phenomenal that the people that we encounter can't do nothing but, hallelujah, surrender to the truth and the living God. Hallelujah. So people of God, let, let our love for Christ Jesus show today. Let it burn brightly so that all can see You don't have to say nothing, y'all. Glory to God. Let the glory that is revealed in you speak for you. Let the spirit of the living God speak for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Even let your work speak for you. But most of all, let your servitude speak for you. Hallelujah. So people of God, all we need to do is to seek the Lord our God with our whole heart. Hallelujah. We must serve Him, not half-heartedly, but with our whole heart. Hallelujah. There must be a stirring up of His love within us. And I tell you, 
when we do just that, he will fill you with his glory and with his presence. And he wants you. Jesus Christ, he wants you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We encounter some people that may not want us. My God, but that's okay. Because we have Christ Jesus that really wants us. Hallelujah. And he wants us to the point that he wants us to want him in return. Can you give God Almighty a hand out the praise? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to take this opportunity for you to reflect on this. Do you think that you may be lost in sin? Have you ever accepted him as the Lord of your life? My God. Hallelujah. Did you come to Jesus? Repentance. That means turning from your sins, my God. Hallelujah. So that your sins can be forgiven. Did you meet him in a personal relationship? Yes, I know how much Dr. Boone loves the Lord. But what about me? Glory to God. So you must say within yourself, Dr. Jackie, what about me? Glory to God. What about me? And as I meditate on that, as you meditate, I hope your answer will be, I love the Lord with my whole heart. Glory to God. He has heard my cry and he has heard my wrong. Glory to God. We bless the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is a strong power. Glory to God. And even the righteous, hallelujah. Run to it, the wicked. Hallelujah. 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 We really hope that you enjoyed today's message and that it was truly a blessing to your soul. We would like to thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. God bless you and have a wonderful day.